Welcome to the Real Holiday Movie Spotlight. In today's episode, we are joined by Quinn, also known as Views by Quinn on Instagram. Quinn joined us back in September. He was actually our first guest ever. And we're also joined by Chandra, also known as Film Forager on Instagram. And she actually joined just a month later, so we're so happy to have them back. For episode 16 of The Real Spotlight, we have a fun episode packed for you guys. I know I always say that, but this one's special because it's everything holiday related. We'll be discussing our best and worst Christmas movies, our guilty pleasures, and we'll also be going over my real recommendation to Tony from last week that was also a Christmas movie, Anna and the Apocalypse. Quinn and Chandra, thank you guys so much for joining us again for the second time. Our listeners are no stranger to you guys now at this point. So yeah, thank you for joining us on this special Christmas episode. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. So as promised, we're going to talk everything Christmas today, Christmas movies, best ones, worst ones, guilty pleasures. So I thought it'll be fun to start with the worst Christmas movies or what you guys consider to be some of the worst Christmas movies out there. Okay, so I don't really have my like worst Christmas movies, like movies that are really bad that I I just have guilty pleasures. Okay, my worst one probably is I'll Be Home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. It's it came out in 1998, but it's just like about a rich privileged guy who gets stranded and he has to like make his way across the United States to get home for Christmas. So (laughs) is that the kid from Home Improvement? Yes. Okay. I I don't know why I know that name, but it just rung a bell in my head. Like, oh, that's from Home Improvement. Well, I've got like four bad Christmas movies that aren't even guilty pleasures. They're just bad. Um, one of which we'll talk about, which is Anna and the Apocalypse. <laughs> to say that's the film equivalent to a migraine would be an insult to migraines. Like, but I don't want to be too negative. Tell us how you really feel, Quan. <laughs> oh, I will. I mean, well, just check out my video review. I mean, I have it ready. I'm just going to play it. So you don't have to say it. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Because I blocked a lot of the movie out of my memory, if I'm being honest. So <laughs> the review speaks for me. But another one was Office Christmas Party. I don't know if anyone's seen that. And then I also have, if you can even count this one as a Christmas movie, but apparently it is, which is Tangerine. I just, I don't like Tangerine. I just, I think the acting is bad. I think the story is weak. I just think it's kind of an annoying movie. Is um, that the guy from um, Florida Project? Yeah. And Red mm-hmm. Rocket? Okay. Which even Florida Project, I'm not a big fan of. So I guess just his style, I just it hasn't done anything for me. But um, the last one I have is a pretty obscure Christmas horror movie called Red Christmas. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember it being really cheesy and bad. Manya, have you heard of that? I know you I have might've... not. Yeah, no, okay. I have not actually. <laughs> I think yeah, that's it's... one of the movies that I was talking to you about before we press record. Like really, really bad. Well, Rotten Tomatoes scores like oh, uh, oh, okay, five percent or something. Wow, it probably was. Yeah. So much like Shan, I I don't I don't have a lot that I hate like when it comes to Christmas movies specifically. First of all, I don't watch many to be honest because. They're not really my cup of tea. I just seek out the ones that are universally loved. But there are a few that it's not necessarily I think they're the worst. I just didn't really care for it. And that's the night before. I didn't think it was funny at all. And it was kind of annoying to watch. This one I couldn't even get through. But the Home Sweet Home Alone 4. (laughs) The new one that I could not even get through. I think we watched like 15 minutes and turned it off. It was just so bad. (laughs) Um, Four Christmases is another one, but I think that's just because I don't like Vince Vaughn as a comedian. 
And um, there was a horror movie called All Through the House. I don't know if you've seen that one, Quinn, but Mm -mm. it was just one of those that felt like a chore to finish. I actually have four Christmases in my list as well. (laughs) It's it's bad. Um, I also have Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, I, I, think I like that, that has, one. That one that like, okay. That's the one that has like three percent. Oh my god! Oh jeez, I didn't think it was that bad. It's just um, average. Jingle all the way. <laughs> no part that two. That has to be a guilty pleasure. Okay, okay, oh, part two, part okay. two. He said part oh, two. Okay. I almost got you there. Huh? Oh god, yeah, yeah. Sure, I'll let you finish. Yeah. Um, actually, Jingle All the Way has nineteen percent on tomatoes. I didn't even know there was a part two. That's why I stopped. The Edo who like, stars in part two? Who? Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Now I, remember I had to. I had to see it just to see how bad it was. It's one of those experiments just to see how a movie can be so bad. Just, just watch it, but just get drunk first, and then just watch it, and I think oh. you'll just laugh on how bad it is. I had. I have another one. Uh, Deck the Halls. I don't even seen that. That's when Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. That was it for me. For you know, for worst movies. How about we move on to guilty pleasures? Shan, what do you have for your guiltiest Christmas holiday films? I'm a big BoJack Horseman fan, so I obviously have the BoJack Christmas special on there. (laughs) Uh, Arguably, I mean, it's not a bad movie, like you said, with yours, Tony, but I really like it. It it has more like in-depth analyzation of uh, BoJack and, you know, when he was on the sitcom show has anyone seen bojack horseman i i love bojack okay all right cool Mm -hmm. um also i used to love watching friday after next when i was growing up that's like my bad santa that was back when we still had video stores that we would rent out of it wasn't blockbuster we lived in a small town so we didn't have a blockbuster but it was a local video store and i would always rent friday after next for some reason i don't no idea Friday, you mean like ice cube yeah, the third one. Okay, that's a Christmas <laughs> movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, that doesn't have Chris Tucker, right? Um, I don't remember actually, but it just still it just deals with like a a Santa, like theft guy. Like he's just like a guy going into houses and stealing stuff out of people's houses. And then Jack Frost, arguably, I mean that's a classic. Michael Keaton. Um, mm-hmm. I got a little bit of it when I was on the plane from my vacation. I was just like, oh, let's just turn this on. And then my last one would be Mixed Nuts with Steve Martin. I love it. It doesn't have a great rating, I don't think, on Rotten Tomatoes, though. And that's all I got. All right, Quinn, what's your guiltiest of the um, guilties? I've got a few. So uh, the first one, I have Bad Santa 2 because I haven't even seen the first Bad Santa, but I, for some reason, went and saw the second in theaters just to go see it. Looking back, it's not good, but there's a lot of funny moments. Actually, can mm-hmm. I interrupt you for a second? Mm-hmm. I I don't know how people can not watch originals and go to sequels. It's so weird. Well, that's the thing. I could never do that. And I think that was before I really got into movies. Sorry, and that I was think a joke I, for, I rem- for our other guests. Here. Oh. <laughs> for Mania. Oh, because they do that. Yeah, yeah. You don't Come do on. that, Tony. Yeah, like oh, that it's definitely for me. Yeah, no, you two, you're like I haven't watched part one, but I Mania has done that a couple of times. I've seen have part I? two. And three, oh yeah, I, I did that with the Hobbit movie. <laughs> I did one and three. I can't. I'm so like I could never do that. Anyway, sorry when I interrupt. Well, I had a um... special news brief. I had to interrupt you. I never do that either. But with Bad Santa, I don't think I'm missing anything. So the next one I have. 
And this one, I'm torn between it being an actually good movie and a guilty pleasure, but jingle all the way. Like, I grew up with it. It's hilarious. I mean, put that cookie down. Okay, I can't do my Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> impression. I hope you cut that out. If you don't, then I won't care, though. Um, you think I'm going to cut that out? Come on. Put the cookie down now. <laughs> put that cookie down now. I don't know. I can't do it. But it's a classic. I mean, it's a classic in its own way. And then the last one I have, this one I forgot was even considered a Christmas movie, but I don't know if anyone's seen Why Him with Brian Cranston and James Franco. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of funny. Like, it's not a good movie, but it, I don't know. I think I remember liking it. So that's uh, my only guilty pleasures. <laughs> the only thing I really remember about that is Elon Musk being in it. <laughs> mm, I totally forgot he was in that too until I saw like a clip on Instagram. And I was like... I <laughs> have not seen that movie since theaters so forgot that i remember um, kiss being in it a whole lot i don't know kiss, why the band yeah the band kiss yeah they just show up it's weird it's like an it's all-star weird... movie not yeah, a makeup not a, a lot makeup, of cameos right? there's a yeah a lot of makeup and cameos no no but kiss are they in their getup or just regular they're in their getup i'm pretty sure yeah oh, okay at the like end because i don't think anybody's gonna recognize them no, I, well, no. Gene Simmons, you have I me. Mean, yeah, yeah. Had... Gene Simmons, yeah. Gene Simmons, and then Paul, maybe jewels. Paul Stanley, because he has a, a a unique face as well. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be talking about Kiss in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have Jingle all the way in there too. Yeah. I actually watched it for the first time like three years ago, and ever since then I've been watching it every Christmas. It's just so funny. I love how many crimes they commit, and in the end, he doesn't get in like trouble for any of them. Like <laughs> he was like kind of hand in hand with like the guy who had a homemade bomb. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, how does he just get away with this? But no, it, I I think it's really funny. I think it's hearts in the right place, and there are a lot of cheesy great one liners in there. Like his son at the end going, "Oh, dad, you smell like vomit." Like I don't know why that just cracks me. Up. Uh, Ted and being that, a creep, yeah. <laughs> and that was Jake Lloyd, right, uh, Tony? That our boy Jake Lloyd. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I'm pretty but, sure that's young Anakin. It the, is. It's the him. kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Good I enough. love and I love how he points at Jamie and goes, Jamie. And then he just goes, he knows my name. And I'm like, your dad is Arnold. How do you not know? <laughs> just from his accent alone, like that's your dad. But I don't you know. know. It's it's a fun movie. I love you know, it. <laughs> you know the funny thing about the premise of that movie is that nowadays people who grow up will never understand that phenomenon of people going Lining crazy up. over a, yeah. a certain hot toy that you have to get because your kid's going to think you're a terrible parent, like <laughs> Elmo or, or whatever. Like that doesn't happen anymore. Like Mm-mm. everything, you can just get everything online or you don't, you're not going, <laughs> you're not going trying to kill somebody for any <laughs> action figure. It's just like, okay, I'll just buy it for you on, on Amazon. The only thing I could think of as like an example would be like the Nintendo Switch when it came out. Mm. It was like not on Amazon or anything. You had to like wait three months after Christmas if you didn't get it ahead of time or mm. pre-order. Any other <laughs> uh, guilty pleasures, Mania? Yeah, I have two more. There's a horror anthology called A Christmas Horror Story. I don't know how this movie has like 80 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes because it's honestly not that good. I love it. I, I personally love it because I love anthologies. 
Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure oh, for that sure. Way. I've seen that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it, I think the whole thing's not that great, but the way the story ties together at the end, I really appreciated that. <laughs> um, and then the I love the original Black Christmas. I just watched it for the first time last week, but the 2006 remake is a total guilty pleasure because it's so bad, it's so cheesy, but I'm a sucker for an early 2000s horror. So I have those three. <laughs> My first <laughs> guilty pleasure is. A movie starring with Khaleesi called Last Christmas. It's silly, but I just love her. So I love the movie. <laughs> it has like a 40% or something, but the premise is dumb. I actually was liking the movie. And then at the end, I was just like, this makes no sense. But is that the anyway, one she falls in love with like a store? The guy, he, he falls in love with a guy, the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. His name. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and um, Emma Thompson is like, has a I think she's from like Turkey or some kind of Eastern European mm-hmm. accent. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the next one is a movie. I don't know what the rating is, but it's called The Ref. Mm. It's with Dennis Leary. Have, no, nobody's seen The Ref? Oh, no, I love Dennis I love, Leary, though. I love him, too. Yeah. He's like a they're trying to rob a, a bank and then they get stuck into somebody's house and they have to like stay. And then like he's stuck in hell because the family that he just so <laughs> costas they're like the worst family the most annoying family ever so they like get involved in all the drama it is <laughs> oh dennis I, leary I, is hilarious in it he, he i have i think i might have seen some of this i it's coming back to me now honestly yeah it's it's yeah. like mid 90s early 90s yeah yeah so that one is uh <laughs> that's one another one i might get shit for because i i think everybody loves this movie but i think it's a it's ridiculous. It's Love Actually. I love Love Actually. <laughs> yeah, it's on my favorites list. So that's no, why I didn't I, say anything. It's a, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure because it's just like. It's not perfect, way, but. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the one scene that has me a little bit rolling my eyes is the last scene. I'm like, every single character <laughs> ends up in the airport at the same time. Oh, sorry, Quinn. So you know, I don't care. I'll still watch it and enjoy it, probably. But yeah, the reason why is just like every. I think they hired every single big time British actor in 2003 mm-hmm. that was making tons of movies, and then Elf, Will Ferrell, <laughs> another one yeah. that I think it's a. I think that falls under guilt. I think those are legit good movies. I know that's what I'm gonna get shit for. I just like, like I have I so many yeah. good ones. On I don't want to pick Tony. I'm with you on that. I'm not a big elf fan. Did you guys watch that new one, Spirited? I just watched it today oh, okay. before this episode. It was pretty good, honestly. Yeah, I, and I, I don't like musicals. Yeah, I I like uh, I liked it. I just wish it wasn't a musical because the movie's heart was in the right place. Mm. I totally love the chemistry they had, mm. but it just felt tad bit too long. <laughs> it was too long. It was yeah. definitely too long. But and some I of think the it's because yeah, were pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. oh yeah, some of them got stuck in my head for sure. Yeah, like earworm. But yeah, <laughs> I sent yeah. Quint a message when he posted his letterbox rating, and I go, <laughs> I turned it off after twenty minutes because I couldn't stand Will Ferrell singing so much already. Yeah, he did, and like, I think three yeah. numbers. I, I said I turned it off and I didn't even see Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I'm I, like, I, it was I, just I'm, too long because of I think all the singing. That's what. Yeah. That's why I'm like I wish it wasn't a musical, but 
I'm telling you, continue it because the movie's heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I didn't yeah. even know it was a musical. I just thought it was a comedy. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, musical comedy. Yeah. Huh. I mean, because it's retelling like the story of like, mm-hmm. you know, S- Scrooge, like the ghost of Christmas past, present, future. So I think the musical thing is what made it unique, right? Or yeah. try to make it different. But no, it was a good, solid movie. I am curious what you rated it though. That is shocked, Tony. Oh, who me? Oh, just three yeah. and a half. Just a just oh, a that's three and fair. a half. Come on. <laughs> I didn't give it like a five. And I don't know why he was surprised. It's your I year. Thought, it's I in thought, your year's I top swear, time. I thought he was going to be like one star. No, I that I there was a time where I probably would have given it one star, but I'm trying to have a heart now. So, <laughs> right, before we get to our favorites, I had a question for everybody. I noticed that when I was looking up best Christmas movies, I saw a lot of movies that I felt weren't Christmas, but they were just there. So my question is, do you think if a movie happens to have a few scenes that take place in Christmas, should it be considered a Christmas movie? Like example, uh, like Harry Potter movies. You know how in Harry Potter is they go through the seasons and every movie, I don't think every movie, but I think the first, the first one, three or four, for sure. yeah, they they always yeah. have like a little segment for Christmas. It's snowing, mm-hmm. the, the the decorations, and I saw that in a lot of people's lists, like the first one. And I go, I don't think that's a Christmas movie. So, <laughs> what do you guys think? Just do you think uh, for it to be considered a Christmas movie, it has to only take play- place in Christmas? I think Harry um, Potter is totally a Christmas movie. <laughs> I I think at least the first two yeah, Harry Potter the fir- movies. Yeah, I was going to say Sorcerer's Stone for sure. I think it depends on how the movie makes you feel. If it gives you the Christmas magic feeling, then it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think the first one does that. Mm-hmm. Happy Christmas, Ron. Remember, he says that. <laughs> so it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Working on campus for so many years during Christmas break, like right before Christmas break during finals week, and we have like something that's called like the the pit where everyone it's like a you have a giant screen and they do the Harry Potter marathon during finals week every year. So it's like I so I associate Harry Potter with Christmas time, not only because of that, but also because it was always on like ABC family growing up and stuff like that during the Christmas season. But, I mean, uh, even if even if Harry Potter didn't have I think the first one is at least mm-hmm. a Christmas movie. But like even if it didn't have those scenes, I think just the magic of Harry Potter, you can associate with just like a Christmas home, <laughs> like homely feeling, you know, like Christmas time. I don't know. I'm looking at a list right now. Sorry, Quinn. I see you've got mail. Now, I've seen that movie a hundred times. Everybody knows why. Yeah, I do not consider that a Christmas movie. There is spend like. 10 minutes in Christmas time in the movie. Mm, it's you like the think first that... half, right? No. The first <laughs> half is fall, and then they okay. have a little bit of Christmas time, and then it's the spring. That's true. Yeah, I, I would associate that more with summer because of the ending. I always think about fall because she's like, oh, it's so it's fall in New York is so great. And then they don't really mention mm-hmm. Christmas. The other one I see is Trading Places with Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. I don't... There's scenes where he's in a, Chris, a Santa outfit, but no, why that's... In the Christmas, it's number 24. Wow. That's number 24. And like Klaus is number 40 in this list. Like, are you kidding me? What is this list? <laughs> doing? 
I've even seen Christmas list, Tony, to where Goodfellas was on the list, because if you remember in Goodfellas, they have, you know, a big Christmas party at one point in the movie and there's Christmas music playing. And like, I remember that, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah, what I it, mean. That That's what that's the that's what I really trying to ask is that just because you have one scene in Christmas, <laughs> does it make it a Christmas movie? In my opinion, to be a Christmas movie. The story has to revolve around Christmas themes and the fact that it's Christmas and have Christmas music in the movie and that it just has to revolve around the fact you can't just put in sprinkles of Christmas stuff in there and call it a Christmas movie. It's just let's let's get down to it. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I would say yes. And the only reason why I would say yes is because one of my favorite movies is also equivalent to Die Hard, even though it has nothing really to do with Christmas. Die Hard too. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> it's on this list too, and I'm like, why is it on the list? <laughs> but uh, but to be fair, I'm gonna say I haven't seen le- the first Lethal Weapon in forever. Like around Christmas time, there's multiple like there's a scene where they're out Christmas tree shopping and they like they fight bad guys in a Christmas tree like area. We we know where you buy Christmas trees. I think Die Hard because it takes place what Christmas Eve the movie. Yeah, I think so. And it's all Christmasy shit and. Yeah. I just I don't like a Christmas movie that doesn't have snow. That's just my weird like, thing. Like if it doesn't have snow, if it's set in Los Angeles or wherever Die Hard was set, like if I don't see snow, it doesn't feel like a Christmas movie to me. Even Bruce Willis, you know, has said he doesn't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. So it's up for debate. I don't know. I'm conflicted with this one because it takes place at an office Christmas party, but at the same time, it doesn't give me the warm feelings that a Christmas movie should give me. I'm kind of with Quinn on this. Like, I'm on the fence. I don't think it is. I don't think it's not. I, I'm just like, if it's on, I'll watch it, but it won't be in my Christmas movie list that I have to watch. Yeah, it's not on my favorites. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll watch it, and it's not something I watch every year. So it's what I have for my favorites is movies that I have to watch. So let's get to our favorite Christmas movies. All right, Quinn, why don't you start us off? All right. Well, for the first one, I have to start with my favorite one. Um, in my opinion, it's the best Christmas movie of all time, and that's Christmas Vacation. It's just so rewatchable. It's just so quotable. It's hilarious. I mean, we'd watch it every year on Christmas. I saw a um, recent <laughs> clip that keeps <laughs> popping up on TikTok, or, you know, Twitter and all that, and it's with... <laughs> The scene where they go shopping. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, people are like, why is Randy Quay like getting like nine <laughs> bags of dog food? And how he keeps just throwing it in Clark's cart and just not even like. And then asking, Clark, like, does, does he get like a, a a box of lights? Yeah, he and gets then, so so much random stuff. And but no, he puts the lights, cart. and then Randy Quay just puts another fifty pound bag of dog, <laughs> right on top of it, just crushes the light. It's like anyway, five bags of dog food. I wonder if that was like improvised. It, it had to be. I don't, it had I don't to know. have been. Oh. That's right. Okay, so Randy Quaid is the uncle, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's Uncle Eddie. Well, Quinn, you showed me that last year, like you said, and I really liked it, but I always had to like turn to you to ask like questions because I hadn't seen the ones before that. I was like, what's the joke behind, you know, this and this oh, and this? Mm-hmm. Because it was like, what's like, what, the second or the third of the series? It's like the actually like the third or fourth, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, so there was like some jokes I just didn't get. And I was like, who's that? What's the relation? (laughs) And that's because like the thing about the vacation movies is that every movie, the kid, the um, child actors change. Yeah. Which is always the weird thing about those movies. But it's kind of funny, the fact that they do. Like, I kind of like that they do. But 
anyway. It's like House of the Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one that I probably watched every year in like until I like became an adult was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the nineteen sixty six one, the animated. Yeah. One. I think that's a classic and it's not that long. That one just really brings back all the nostalgia from growing up. Like I'd be in my like Christmas pajamas and I'd be watching that on VHS on Christmas Eve usually. So some people might argue this is not a Christmas movie, but it's my favorite Christmas movie of all time. And that's Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That's the oh. one on the list. And I go, why is this on here? Because it's okay. Okay. It's First snowing. All, Santa that Claus. No. Did you never? Sorry. You've never I'm... seen Chronicles of Narnia? I blocked that out. I You've never read the oh. book? What is wrong no. with you? I'm old. Why would I read that? <laughs> It's old. It's Did older you? than you. I know. <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying okay, to first of all, you're being a hater because listen, it's it's in in the land of Narnia. It's always Christmas, never winter. I'm sorry, it's always winter, never Christmas. Okay, <laughs> Santa Claus is in it. He gives them all gifts. Okay, mm. all right. Jesus is in it. <laughs> That's much. why, as a heretic, it's probably why I don't I'm not into it. Okay, but you, I when I watch it, I'm not thinking, oh, what a wonderful Bible movie. No, it's just a great fantasy movie. <laughs> and I love the book, but that's my number one favorite. And you can't find me and say that's not a Christmas movie because Santa Claus is in it. I'm actually really upset that I didn't write that down. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't remember a single scene of that movie. I don't think I watched the second one. Anyway, Mania, I know what you're recommending to Tony. <laughs> no, I no, I don't want to see that. No, I already watched this. Movies we haven't watched. No, no. You watched the first 10 minutes and you turned it off per your words, okay? I didn't say that. You did I said, I said that, no. That, no, I didn't say that. that. I said that. I hadn't watched <laughs> the second one. Listen, it's really good. Trust me. It's actually really good. Yeah, maybe I don't, If I don't remember this. watching it, that means it wasn't that it wasn't my cup of coffee. If you don't remember watching it, then it's going to be a first time watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I don't want to break her heart when we do, you know, I it's have to It's okay. Re- Quinn's about to it. do that in like 15 I'm minutes. Give it like, a, it's no, fine. 2 out of 10. <laughs> okay. It'll be a 2 My out of 10 cuz it's not a 2 out of 10, okay? Maybe right. Santa gave a little girl a shank knife. Yes, but what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, for my first one, actually it came out really recently, but when I saw it, I just fell in love with it, and that's Klaus. Oh, that's mm. a good one. So good. And I think it just literally blew me away it, because it was just the, the animation was beautiful. J.K. Simmons was great. I forgot who played the main actors, who did the voice for the main actor. Jason Schwartzman. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because you, you usually you always have a favorite Christmas movie is always old or something that's come out 20, 30 years ago or 70 years ago. And for this to come out and be like, wow, this is amazing. Everybody's seen it, right? I have not. I'm the only one that hasn't. (laughs) It's on Netflix. So just press play. Yeah. (laughs) Quinn. Well, second Christmas movie. (laughs) I've got, I mean, I could lump these two together. I just have both of the Home Alones, Home Alone 1 and 2. They go hand in hand for me. They're probably both the same score. They're just like, I grew up with them. Gives me that Christmas feeling. I think they're both amazing, but the first one is a classic for sure. Quick question about Home Alone, the first one for everybody. 
what was uh, Kevin's father doing for a living? I don't think they ever mentioned it, did they? Because he has, that's basically a mansion. <laughs> and then he bought 19 tickets to go to, to Paris. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's mm. what, how much, how much money even back in 1990? He like, was probably like a stock market man or something. True. And he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because Donald Trump's in the second one, right? So, I mean. <laughs> and and it's so, also... you know what's, but you know what's funny about, sorry, you know what's funny is that he spends all this money. He has a lot of money and then he, he gets upset because Kevin spent like 800 bucks on room service. Like, bro, why are you crying? That's nothing. <laughs> I, well, he probably blew all of his say, money in the first yeah, movie. I don't know. I feel like a thousand dollars for the amount of stuff Kevin did in the second one is very little. I feel like today that would be Ooh, way higher. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the inflation? Let's yeah, what was up. the inflation back then? <laughs> I don't I, I don't I know. <laughs> I've seen so many different behind the scenes about it. They filmed it in around December and they wanted they wanted it one day to snow. And the day they were <laughs> filming the last scene, it like snowed for them. I and so they had to hurry that. up. <laughs> and then that's like real snow. It's not like, you know, it looks real, yeah. but uh it just happens that they've woke up and it was like coming down hard and they like all right hurry up, let's go let's go let's, let's film this real quick and it was perfect that perfect last scene of the, the snow coming in and the old man giving the thumbs up and it's so good <laughs> it was, you've ever seen yeah. Seinfeld some stuff here and there and George Costanza's like Jerry's like what are you watching Home Alone he goes but you hated it he goes no no, no that was part two <laughs> I haven't seen the first one <laughs> and then when he comes home like George is like wiping his eye and he goes, are you crying? And then he's all, the old man got to me. <laughs> That's like the heart of the movie, too. Like, it has everything. It's got heart, the laughs. Yeah. So if you had to choose one over the other, what would you choose? Oh, the first. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat the first. That's I, I picked that with almost everything. I think I watched the second one more in my house. Like, we just had that one on more, I think. Mm -hmm. I think the second one is just a little, like, a little over the top you have to suspend belief a little more this little kid is in some random <laughs> building in new york and he knows everything it's just yeah. <laughs> it's funny the gags but i think the, i mean the first one the gags are, are like um my god what's his name it's all oh, daniel stern so hmm. like daniel stern his phases his screams that scream when he gets the the, the spider on his chest <laughs> is still one of the best movie screams of all time like yeah. it always makes me laugh every single time and that's the thing. The second movie has like just as many iconic, funny moments, though, to where like he's through, uh, he's throwing the bricks off of the roof and like <laughs> and he would be dead. Head. Yeah, he would be. So that's why, yeah, the second one is a bit more over the top. But the second does have Tim Curry. So the first doesn't have that going for it. And you see, the, the reason why I don't understand back to you mentioned Home Alone, was it four or five, Manya? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I didn't. I press play and I go, I'm not watching this because how well, would they even do that? Like the, the, the whole appeal to the movie is that one, there's no way to communicate, you know, every eight year old, nine year old kid now is going to have a cell phone. Yeah. You know? So that's true. With home alone, like for the new one, the whole thing with home alone one and two, Kevin's actually a very sweet kid. Like you actually kind of feel bad for him because his family's picking on him. But in, the new one, he was kind of an asshole. Like he was stealing stuff from people's houses. And I was like, what is going on? I even listen, I acknowledge Home Alone 3 is not anywhere near as good as one and two, but I don't hate it. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I would That's never, a- yeah, I would never voluntarily put it on, but I, at the same time, I don't hate the movie, but home sweet home alone four. I just, I, I couldn't even get through it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen like memes home alone 2020 mom, where are you? I'm here. Oh, I'll be right back. Boom. The end. <laughs> and what gets me is that, okay, if you're a parent, right? I, I know I'm trying to get logical here. They forgot him, right? Whatever. And then you take another big ass trip. Wouldn't you be like, I'm doing the counting. I'm going to make sure that he is going to be there. And also what, what you can't do anymore. I'm going over the place for like part one. Remember when they're like, they get to the airport like 10 minutes before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that can never happen now. Yeah, not even because for like back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, you could do that back. You could just like run. There was no security. There was like, OK, we'll check your bag. But you can literally get to the airport 20 minutes before. Yeah, they <laughs> left their house. Not do with, that. They left the house in the first. I, I know this because I literally watched it like four days ago, but <laughs> In the first, like, they leave the house 45 minutes before their flight. Yeah. Now it would take you an hour to get to the airport. <laughs> and then, you know, you would you would realize you left them once you get to security. Because you'd be like, okay, where's, where's the other uh-huh. kid? Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so that's little little things like that. <laughs> and and you wouldn't have like your little kid have his own passport. Like mm-hmm. usually the parents yeah. are the ones who hold the passport. So yes. like by that time, when you're handing off passports, you'd be like, Kevin, <laughs> even my kids who are like, I, I still hold the boarding passes. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm like, no, I got it. <laughs> it's just like, I don't want to deal with any of that stuff. But anyway, yeah. So the home alones are always, we always watch that. I think my favorite scene is the, the, what, the, the fake movie they made for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Angels you know? with filthy souls. <laughs> and then when Daniel Stern's running away, they're like, I don't know, but. Somebody just got blown away in there. <laughs> or when the pizza guy tries to go deliver and then there he goes, he I don't know, but there's a guy and then snakes. And then Joe Perry's like, snakes, snakes. I, I, I don't know any snakes. Oh, man. It's, I need to watch so that good. again. Yeah. All right. Who goes next? I think it's Shan's turn. All right. My other one that is like top. I used to watch this all the time when I was a kid every year is The Little Drummer Boy. That's my favorite like stop motion like clay stop motion movie from that era like rudolph <laughs> the red-nosed reindeer not jack frost um and then the one that quinn mentioned earlier and quinn's shaking his head because he doesn't it's, like this one i don't think yeah it's not a good movie and it's not a good song i don't care what anybody it is says. so good it's just more boring and not as christmasy feeling it's more dep- it's really depressing it's a yeah it depressing is one. it is and that's probably why i like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> The Little Drummer Boy, great music, depressing as hell. All right, Mania. Um, number two, I wrote actually Home Alone. So I guess we already discussed that. But I'm just going to say that this is one of the few movies that I think captures the essence of Christmas really well. Mm-hmm. The family values and just it's actually it's legit funny. But the one thing I appreciate about it the most is how well planned out the entire thing is like it's actually plausible for again for that time for something like this to happen any everything from like them counting the kids to kevin's passport being thrown away everything's just so well thought out yeah we we need to thank neglectful parents for this great movie (laughs) right (laughs) and john john hughes yeah john hughes (laughs) um (laughs) why john hughes 
He's he's a writer. Oh, I okay. Because I thought you, yeah, Chris Columbus too. I mean, yeah, yeah, he did that. Harry, cough, cough, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Quinn. What's your next one? Uh, my next one, and this for a while I thought was the best Christmas movie of all time, and we would watch it every year. Um, until Christmas Vacation took it over, but A Christmas Story. It's just another classic. Um, there's a reason they play it on like a 24-hour loop every <laughs> Christmas year on cable. I mean. It's just, it really captures, to me, that movie, even though it's not my favorite one, it captures, like, the Christmas feeling the best. Everything about it, like, you're putting the little kid's shoes and, like, the magic of wanting a certain thing for Christmas and the gift opening. And it's just hilarious, too. Like, it's relatable in a lot of ways. Uh, I still need to watch the sequel, which just came out. But yeah, that's kind of weird. The, did the guy, the kid, come out? I mean, he's not mm-hmm. a kid anymore, but yeah, is he he's in the movie? The, yeah, yeah, he's the dad now, and it's it's gonna be weird. <laughs> I don't know. I heard it's. I mean, it, it's not getting bad. Reviews, yeah, I, don't I heard think. it's actually pretty heartwarming. So right. my next movie is one of Tony's guilty pleasures: Love Actually. I think it also like like Quinn just said with a Christmas story and I haven't seen a Christmas story. So, yeah, I'm going to make you watch it. We're going to watch it's that on my list. I'm already making one. a list. So, <laughs> no, I know. But like we said, but and you haven't seen Love Actually. So, boom, no. right back at you. Um, <laughs> Love Actually embodies like everything that makes you feel really good inside about love. Like and granted, there are some relationships in the movie that aren't so great. I feel like the beginning scene and the end scene, even though Tony thought it was a little cheesy with like, <laughs> no, all I, the... I do. No, I do like what he says in the, the beginning. So when you go to the airport and you see people, you, you see happiness when, when yeah. people are arriving and you see people embracing each other and you do see true like joy. Have you I ever love seen that. Anybody? So good though. Like Andrew Lincoln's, scene with Kira Knightley is a little cringe to me now that I rewatch it. I don't she's know. She's a like, married woman. <laughs> she's a married woman and he's in love with her and she's like he's she's like being quiet about it even though her husband's in the room watching TV. Like that's a little cringe. I don't know, just like everything about it with the music recital and like the little children and Hugh Grant falling in love with like the secretary and everything like that. Like there's a lot going on. I don't want to spoil it for Quinn. But I just I think that that has like a London feel to like Christmas family. I think the one part that always like not shocks me, but like, I don't know if they they would do that now is when I don't know the name of the Hugh Grant is the prime minister and he gets this the girl who starts her job there. Mm -hmm. And then like Hugh Grant's top assistant, she's basically calling the girl like fat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, you think that's fat? Yeah, no, yeah, she definitely about? gets body shamed quite a few times. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. crazy. Like, even back when I first saw him in 2003, I was just like, what are you talking about? It's probably because you weigh like 80 pounds, lady. Yeah, I think <laughs> they say something about her ankles, too. Like, oh, she has yeah. chubby ankles. And I'm like, where? I, I think my favorite character is, was it Bill Knight? Bill, oh, uh, Bill Knight. Bill Knight. Yeah. Oh, my. He has so many great quotes. Actually, I pulled up one because I had to find it. <laughs> he goes. He's like a washed up huge pop star, Quinn. I'll just give you this quote because it's so fucking funny. <laughs> he he took his, like his biggest hit and he all he did was change love 
and put Christmas in it <laughs> <laughs> just to like, you know try to get yeah. a number one single in, in England or whatever and then he's on this show and he goes um here's an important message from your uncle Bill don't buy drugs become a pop star they'll give they'll give you them for free <laughs> it's just so I just love him and the manager is always like oh yeah But like, that's another thing is like, it has like different forms of love in it, you know, like not just, it's like him and his manager, a relationship that you have with your cheating ex-husband because you have a child together, like things like that. Like, I love that element of love actually. Yeah, it's crazy. It has Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson. (laughs) Oh, Laura Linney. Yeah, Kira Knightley, uh, Rowan Atkinson, who does the funniest cameo ever. Oh my god, with the presents? Yes. Oh, I could watch it all day. <laughs> but um that's all I have for love actually. Okay, my next one is a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Oh my god. Oh, I still need to see that. So funny, so funny enough, I've never been like a huge smoker or anything in my life, but something about those movies just crack me up and I feel like I can get that experience through these characters. And the Christmas one, in my opinion, was even better than Escape from Guantanamo Bay. So I don't know. This is like a Christmas movie that just like makes me say "aw" a few times. And it's genuinely funny. I love the characters, Harold and Kumar. I have two plants and I named them Harold and Kumar. So, <laughs> and I do love the first one because White Castle is literally my favorite slider burger place. <laughs> So, well, at the end, when they get their fight, I'm like, oh, my God, I just want that right now. My favorite part <laughs> in the first one is the raccoon in the car. I don't know why, but that scene is one of those that'll make me, like, cry laugh. It's not even that funny, but it's just one of those that gets me every time. <laughs> and that was the first time I saw Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not as, oh, Doogie Hauser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did. Uh, he was like a 12-year-old doctor, and it was huge. Seeing him in this movie all like coked out with, <laughs> with prostitutes, it was just so weird. <laughs> okay, going back to Mary Harold and Kumar Christmas, I just, again, it's just funny in all the right ways. And it takes place during Christmas. The whole, I mean, the whole thing is about them replacing a Christmas tree that they destroyed. So, yeah, it's just, it's a perfect movie to me. So, I'm going to do 1988 Bill Murray Scrooged. Anybody seen I've that seen one? It. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in so long, not to remember anything. So actually, Karen Allen comes out in it, and she's Indy's girl in Raiders. Well, I'm sorry, I know Shan hasn't seen Raiders. Spoiler. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, Mania. Uh, you know, we talked about Raiders, and Shan sent me a message, and she's like, "I haven't seen it either." <laughs> I've Just seen Temple of you. Doom. That's why I said, oh, people who watch part two and not the first one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, and to be fair, I think Temple of Doom is an amazing movie also, but you got to see the first one. Like, oh, come on. Come on, you got to watch it. <laughs> it was an real. accident. It was an accident. <laughs> You've had all this time to correct that accident and you still haven't done it. She has better things to watch, okay? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I don't know what the last thing you watched was, but. The Dark Crystal. Know. Okay, well, or like the Duff. I was gonna say the Duff. That's a good Duff movie was too. a fun movie. Yeah, I'm with you on that. 
That's what uh, Scrooge has. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, I have his name here, Bobcat Goldwith. He's from like the guy with the crazy voice. He's from like the Police Academy movies. Oh, mm. he I has love like, those her, like like crazy like. He's... Hold on, I gotta look him up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's like he has like such a distinct voice that I've never heard anybody talk the way he does. Well, he's he, Charlie from Charlie's Angels, right? Like the the Cameron Diaz Drew Barrymore. Oh, I never I never saw those. What? Okay, what? I think I think he's Charlie. Like they're like, hey Charlie, they're morning <laughs> angels. That's yeah. him. Like yeah. he changed I'm his voice. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Hold on, because I think that's just the way he talks. <laughs> okay, this Scrooge movie it came out in '88, and it said that it grossed over a hundred million dollars worldwide. Wow, which is huge. <laughs> <laughs> which is think about 1988 100 million dollars is like maybe what now inflation when? look it up mm. <laughs> what's 100 million <laughs> back then no but this movie uh, is directed by richard donner directed oh. superman and lethal weapon and the yes. omen and uh oh the music's by danny elfman Oh gosh! Nice. Okay, I wrote this down too. This is another Christmas one I yeah. wrote down. So yeah, Bill Murray is just—he plays the obnoxious a-hole boss who who couldn't give a shit about Christmas, and he makes everybody work through. He has, you know, it's all about work, work, work. So definitely one everybody should watch. All right, Quinn, what's your next one? <clears throat> all right. Even though I love the original Grinch cartoon, like Shandra mentioned, and that's on my list too, but. The next one I have is Jim Carrey's The Grinch That Stole Christmas. I think this is just, I mean, yet again, I grew up with it. I grew up with all these. They're just hilarious. They're cl- It's a classic. It's, I need to rewatch it because I don't remember a lot of it. It's just like perfect casting. Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yeah, I think he is the the only reason you watch it. And I've seen. I mean, people... yeah, he makes he carries the movie. He totally yeah. carries it. The when he's talking to himself and he's like, "Hmm, what is it, like self loathing at two p.m.?" <laughs> so... Yeah, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Yeah. It's just like I, so. That's I so cancel. Yeah, it's just like that. All those little jokes, like yeah, little kids are not gonna get that. That's no. adult jokes. Like... And there was so much improv in the movie too, to where like. You know how people always rip off the tablecloth of a table and like the glasses still stay on the table. He was supposed to just rip it off and all the glasses fly off, but he actually did it right and they stayed on. So then he went back to it, just knocked them all off and that was left in the movie. So like there's so much improv just left in. It works out perfectly. And I think he's his the way that he can contort his face, you know, for he's been doing that for forever. (laughs) Even when you if you go to YouTube, you could see him like doing uh jack nicholson impersonations back in like the early 80s and he's just like contorting his face like to... clint eastwood and so yeah, many yeah. people it's crazy yeah even when he did his um in living color yeah. he did like mm-hmm. fire marshal bill <laughs> the way his face is like everywhere that one part when he's little and they like shave he shaves <laughs> oh that's so bad <laughs> such a traumatic scene i always remember being so sad watching that as a kid he was a creepy looking kid though i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah but remember he didn't he didn't hate christmas he just hated all these assholes yeah mm-hmm. all the who's yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean he, you know he, if it wasn't for people he would probably love christmas right exactly <laughs> i feel that though christmas <laughs> is great people suck um okay so my next one is lethal weapon and I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. It's just my action Christmas movie that I really, really enjoy watching. I love Mel Gibson. 
Martin Riggs is my just like the character I identify with is like in all of cinema, really. Um, so I really like that about Lethal Weapon, and that's all I have to really say because it's that's that's it. Like, there's not a whole Christmas sea theme behind it. When I was little, again, watched it more than Die Hard, so I've seen that one multiple times. I'm looking here that Shane Black wrote it. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. Yep, and one of my other ones that I'm just going to get out of the way right now is The Long Kiss Goodnight, and he wrote that as well and directed it, right? And And he directed one one of the, I think, a really good MCU movie, and people hate on it. Oh, I know what it is, and I'm kind of one of the haters, too. (laughs) Iron Man 3. Which one? (laughs) Oh, Iron Man 3. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I think it's, that's here's a what I'll say. Movie too, is yeah. It? yeah, that's one of mine. <laughs> I was kidding. I think it's a really good movie. It's just not an MCU movie. And that's, no. that's why I think it's a good movie. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's not, not really an MCU. Iron Man movie. To me, it's not an Iron Man movie, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, I want to say something real quick, though, about Richard Donner, because like you mentioned before, what were we talking about before that? We You mentioned him. Oh, he directed mm. Superman and Scrooge. Scrooged. In Scrooge, yeah, okay. So he also directed this, and he's directing since Richard Donner passed away. Passed away, he's going to be directing Lethal Weapon Five. I'm yeah. looking at his. Um, Richard Donner also directed Mel Gibson and Maverick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, and sure. as long as he's still Martin Riggs, and as long as you get Danny Glover, like, boom. Mm-hmm. Is Danny Glover like really old though? It's gonna be weird. He's getting too old for this shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, literally. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Exactly. That's his whole thing. His whole <laughs> so it makes sense now. Yeah. No, Richard Donner. I always feel bad because they did him dirty for Superman too. Like he literally like he did like seventy five percent of the movie, and then they fired him. But I actually have the Richard Donner cut Superman that you could buy it. Okay, my fourth one is Bat Santa. <laughs> I don't know if you guys. I know Quinn hasn't seen it, but I haven't seen the second. It's yeah. funny because when I first watched this, um, I thought it was really, really funny, and then I rewatched it again last year, and it's actually quite depressing. So, but with that said, again, I think it the whole message of like Christmas being about giving and all that is captured really well in it. I think Billy Bob is hilarious in it, and I love the the kid. I always forget the actor's name, but. He was like the perfect casting choice for Thorman. <laughs> so. The only thing I remember about Bad Santa is just, I don't know how to say it. There's one scene in the bathroom. Where he's like having sex with somebody. And oh, he yeah. says something. He says, I don't want to say it. His, it's really bad. He says something to her. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> say that. You'll know what I'm talking about. Sounds like a scene in the second one, too. So you must do something similar. I, don't I know. think he's in the dressing room, Tony, not the bathroom. Oh, yeah. It's some, they're they're <laughs> yeah. like behind a door locked. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a dressing uh, room. <laughs> okay. I thought it was a bathroom. Yeah. yeah so that was. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you seen Violet Night yet? Not yet, no, but I want to. Have you? I'm assuming you've seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the one from streaming, or is it you have to rent it's it? It's in theaters. Um, it has Hopper from Stranger Things. I forget yeah. again. I'm not good with David actor Harbor. Names like you, yeah, like you guys yeah. are. It's still very new. Movie. So yeah. yeah. Okay, my last one. I'm picking a Tom Hanks movie. Big. No, Polar Express. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. And I, I, I love that the soundtrack is so amazing. I even though like 
the special effects can be creepy at times. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> says that, and I I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So yeah, I, I, I mean, know. you could tell that if they made the movie now, it it'll be so much better, obviously. But back <clears> then, as you could tell, they're still working on this motion capture technology because I there's a couple. There's I was a couple, about to say, <laughs> yeah, there's a couple kids, and they're like, "Wow, that looks bad." But no, I it, it's I'll write it down. Christmas Eve. I haven't seen it, but I've seen like a ton of TikTok videos of po- people like putting heavy metal music on that one part that's like famous with the train like going crazy. Mm. <laughs> and it's like so perfect. It's... <laughs> Just for no. that alone, I want to see it. But <laughs> yeah, it's 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 one of those when it came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought it right away. And then after that, like for years, every single Christmas Eve, we would like set down like um, comforters on, on the floor on Christmas Eve and just watch it. That was our thing. But now they get, they're too old now. so they don't, <laughs> mm-hmm. We still watch it, but we don't do the comforter thing on the floor. I mean, so, even anyway. for that movie coming out in 2004, I feel like ugh, that animation style, even though it is kind of creepy, like whatever. I mean, it looks, it, feel, it feels ahead of its time in a way, yeah. like what they did. And just like towards the end of the movie, everything with the soundtrack and the the characters and the story like it really gives me that ultimate christmas feeling similar to like a christmas story and it like it gets me emotional almost too but i haven't seen it as an adult yet so i don't know what it'll do to me but it's just a magical fucking movie you guys need to watch it yeah I, the <laughs> so yeah the good. songs are so catchy and there's one i always think chocolate. of the hot chocolate song <laughs> chocolate, yeah, hot so chocolate good. song yeah <sighs> yeah we actually put our tree up and i always got to put that on while we put the tree the, the soundtrack that's it for my favorites mm-hmm. i think i could look up more but when you have what 16 more you want to say <laughs> something like that i mean a few more but i a few of them I've, we've already named so the original grinch cartoon chandra mentioned polar express you mentioned i mentioned the year without santa claus my favorite claymation one yeah i mean even though it's so new like I had to put Violent Night on this uh, list because I really loved. I, I don't know if you guys have seen Nobody with Bob Odenkirk, but it's like Nobody, but with Santa. That's what it made me feel like, and I'm like, this so is-, is he playing a Santa, or he actually is Santa? He actually is Santa. Okay, okay. Like he's kind of burnt out, and he's like losing faith in like Christmas, and you know, it's a redemption story, and it's got like the kids and the heart, and like the family dynamic, and just like everything you need out of a christmas movie plus like nobody slash john wick style action and it's like how can you not go wrong with that so i think it's honestly going to become a classic like i can't remember the last movie that was a christmas movie that became a cult classic like a you know you have to watch this every year maybe elf was probably the last one that i can think of and violent night is easily going to become one of those Mm -hmm. classics i think it's from the same director as um he did the the zombie christmas one dead snow dead snow i've oh, seen I that but i've always snow. wanted to see it <laughs> yeah it's the same director who is a norwegian director and this is like his third um, like english speaking although is dead snow a christmas movie i don't think no it is, I, is it? I meant like I winter just, oh okay cool okay. Yeah, like, I, was I guess like, i'm i was like i meant winter is, yeah. that's gonna change oh, and I, I was about to say they need to make a zombie christmas movie but then i realized they made anna the apocalypse so maybe they shouldn't make another 
The only other three that I have that I can go through quickly is I mentioned The Long Kiss Goodnight because it's it's technically Christmas. I mean, Gina Davis is realizing that she had a past self during the Christmas holiday and that she's like a spy, basically. And that's a Shane Black movie. Um, great movie, underrated 90s. Samuel L. Jackson, when he was first starting off, like it was a little bit after Pulp Fiction, um, and but a little before, I believe... What's the shark movie, Mania, that you love? Which one? Um, 47 Meters Down? No, the 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 one that Samuel Deep L. Jackson's Blue in. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, Deep oh, Blue okay. Sea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. So it's like right in the middle of um, Samuel L. Jackson's. And then Jurassic Park 2, obviously. Great movie. Gina Davis is a badass in that. The one I mentioned earlier was The Tangerine Bear, Home in Time for Christmas. It's the animated one from 2000. It's like about a bear whose um, smile like got printed upside down. So he always frowns and it's kind of depressing. But like in a factory, like he just like he tips over when they're stitching on his smile and his smile is like it's a frown. It ends up being a frown and he's like an outcast <laughs> because of his smile That's being sad. stitched on upside down. Again, Jonathan Taylor Thomas voices the tangerine bear. And then my last one is The Green Knight because it's technically a Christmas movie. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it? Yes. It takes yes. Now here's the thing, here's my argument. It takes place over many different seasons, right? And different times of the year. I mean, no, it's it only starts... Christmas. Okay, cuz they Christmas. do the they do Christmas one year and then And jump then a to year the later. Next. Yeah. Okay, but Fine, I never associated but... Christmas with that. I know. Maybe. I never did either because none of the themes represent. Christmas. Well, I just watched no it once, Christmas so I wasn't music. thinking. Christmas snow, yeah. like come on. I've seen it like five You've or seen six it times too many at this times. point, <laughs> and it's definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> Do they mention yeah. Christmas beside like more than one time in it though? Yes, yes. <sighs> That's the whole point. Is King Arthur like has a a Christmas festival sort of like dinner, and then. He wants to be entertained, and then his sister, who is um, the witch, like creates the whole Green Knight situation, and then yeah, like All right, the well, Green Knight comes, and then it's a whole thing. Later, a year later, last, you have to prove yourself. Does last question? Does the the movie give you a Christmas feeling? Does it make you feel the Christmas magic of Christmas time? It remind I think you of Christmas? so. It's kind of like Harry Potter in that sense. Like it has like magical, wintry feelings. Even though there's no snow. Okay. There's snow at no. the beginning. I love I how Sh Shan is like, I'm going to die on this hill and I don't care. Yeah, I'm dying on <laughs> it. Bye. <laughs> I don't care what uh, anybody says. This is a Christmas movie. That's I it. know Mania didn't like it that much. And I didn't. Tony, what, and I what feel bad. Your... <laughs> I gave it an eight out of 10. I mean, I didn't like it my first time, but. Yeah, I that's the thing. I feel like it's a movie that. I almost know for sure that I'm going to like it more on my second watch just because I didn't know what I was going into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was like a little let down because in my head, I was like, I had one thing in mind and then I got something else. Yeah, so I feel I like think watching I, it. Yeah, we talked about it because I, I think it was, no, it's, yeah, I think it was you and Tommy who said it was overrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I was listening to that episode when I was driving to Sioux Falls, which is only an hour away from me. And I was like, my my hands on the steering wheel. You're like, like, where does she live? I'm going to turn around right now. <laughs> and I, I think I mentioned that uh, it's definitely a cinephiles movie. Because I, if I put that on for my wife, she'd be asleep within yeah. two minutes. 
Well, because um, the trailer no, I, makes I gave it look it, like I, an action movie, and it's definitely there's like no action. Yeah, yeah. Movie That's the thing. I didn't see so. any trailers for it. Nothing. I just knew it was an A twenty four movie, and I'll, I'm an A twenty four slut. So I was like, okay, wow. I'm watching it. <laughs> wow, slut. Yeah. Hey, same here for A twenty four. But uh, no, yeah, I gave it an eight yeah. out of. I think it was in my top fifteen of that year. So I gave it like an eight out. Of, but it I, was my I number one. It was in my so, top three yeah. of that year, but I just, I never, I keep forgetting it even takes place around Christmas. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I and I can, classic. I can, sorry, I can just second, like, verify that in the poem. It's also Christmas time. Hey, so Marnie, have, what is, why don't you, why yeah, don't you I'll, finish? I'll finish off and it'll be the perfect, like, segue <laughs> to our next. Oh, boy. I just want to talk about two horror Christmas movies that I really, really like, and that's Better Watch Out and the movie we're going to talk about, which is Anna and the Apocalypse. I think both of these are great movies as a horror movie and as a Christmas movie. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Better Watch Out, but you should if you haven't. <laughs> but All right, let's get to Anna <laughs> and the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And this is Mania's favorite. No, Christmas. okay, listen. Wait a minute, isn't that your favorite? <laughs> My favorite is Chronicles of Narnia, oh, oh. The Lion, the Witch, I'm trying the to block out that movie. That's why. I'm trying really hard. Why? You haven't seen it. That's your next real recommendation. I hope you know. When did it come out? 2002? <laughs> 2003? Narnia? Something like that. But um, Netflix is coming out with their adaptation. Mm-hmm. Two of them. Which I'm kind of worried about considering what they did with The Witcher. But there's a rumor that Greta Gerwig is going to be involved. I know, which makes me super excited. I just hope they stick to the story because that was my issue with Prince Caspian. It was nothing like the book, even though I still enjoyed it. But anyway, she can't make those movies. She needs to just make like five Barbie movies. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. <laughs> uh. But anyways, <clears throat> hit me, you guys. Come on, I'm ready. <laughs> Wait, so am I? I can't be the only one here that didn't like the movie, right? No, I'm Tony, telling you, I have a feeling you guys all three didn't like it. So you I didn't even know Shander watched it. That's my recommendation. Thing. Do you want me to go first? Go for go, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Tony, go. Okay, so I had no idea. You know, I think the reason why I wasn't off put by the first few minutes is because I knew about the movie because he told me it was a, a musical. musical and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I wasn't like, what What's going on here? Because the first musical numbers. And I'll say that those musical numbers are, are not that bad. They were pretty, pretty good, actually, <laughs> the songs. So I was like, okay, this is not going to be too bad. And that check Rotten Tomatoes is like 72%. I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on. Why is everybody talking shit about it? I'll just say that if, if I would have gone in blind and saw them just start singing, I probably would have been done. You were out, but yeah. Luckily, you, you, wore, uh, you prepped me. <laughs> How do I say this? Um, Just say it, Tony. I'm ready. <laughs> I think there's too much stuff going on. I like, think you're being like... too careful with your words and you need to stop that. <laughs> I think there's like six different movies going on at once. Okay. Six different genres trying to be one movie. And I, I don't think there's like, there's too much stuff going on and the characters are not, I'm sorry, the characters are not fleshed out. <laughs> so I'm not caring about the father daughter thing. Gotcha. At the end, I'm like, okay, like, who cares about the dad? Just leave, just leave him there. I, I had no connection, so I, I wasn't caring about the character so much that, like, when they were dying, I go mm-hmm. nothing. I, I you didn't nothing. care when the best friend. Oh, spoiler alert! This this is a spoiler. <laughs> no, this is spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. This is spoiler. Okay, 
<laughs> so you didn't um, care when the friend? No, I, I actually, okay. I, I don't remember him dying. I like the the couple at the end. I go, okay, that I actually like that they died. That most of them died, so that mm-hmm. was a good part. Mm-hmm. I thought they all gonna survive. <laughs> the one person I hated so much is uh, Paul K. That's his name. How do you say his last name? He's Thoris of Mir in Game of Thrones. He, his character is savage, or he's like the principal or whatever. Okay, oh, so oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. can I just say that the whole time I was watching that, I thought it was Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. I thought it was Robert England. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was him. I can see it. I can see that. They look identical. They do look alike. Yeah. It's so the, the nose, only I think. <laughs> the only positive thing I could say about him is that I said, oh, that's Thoris of Mir from Game of Thrones. <laughs> and that was the last thing I said I liked <laughs> about him and he is so over the like, top yes cringy. over yeah. the top and it was just too much by the end it was so like in the beginning it was the music was like joyful and all of a sudden it gets super dark and then back mm-hmm. and just like like i said th- there's so many different genres he's trying to do i just wish he stuck with one like That's make fair. this a super hardcore zombie movie or make it a comedy Shaun of the dead type thing that's what i kept reminding me of Shaun of the dead but not in a good way. I don't know which one came out first. Shaun of the Dead came out first? No, no. This is, is definitely Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, this is fairly new. I think it came out only three or four years ago. So. Oh, okay, 2017. Like 2016. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah got it. I would rate it, believe it or not, I'm just going to do... Because I, I don't. I didn't hate it. So I would actually tell people to watch it, and but I would warn them. Like, this I think you gave it like a three out of five, didn't you? No, no I didn't rate it at all. Oh, okay. Because okay. I was waiting uh-huh. for this. It's Maybe. funny because I went on Letterbox and on the movie to see like, because I knew like Shannon and Quinn were going to be guests. So I was like, oh, and you said they've seen it. So I was like, well, let me go see if they rated it. And I saw Quinn's rating and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen those I, movies on the zoom in? Boom, boom, boom. They zoom yeah, in like, so you saw that I, half star. I, like, no. I told you to watch my review. But... I, um, I did the Joey Tribbiani eyes of just like popping out of my head kind of thing i was like oh this is we're gonna be discussing this and then uh, i saw i saw shan viewed it but there was no rating so i have no idea <laughs> i know Does you have I, a I heart next to it when did you watch no that? i watched it um i want to say a little bit after you did okay like, not that long like a couple weeks after you watched it mania when you watch quinn's video mm-hmm. his editing for like the ridiculousness of the the musical okay. things, it's, it's hilarious. I have so. to watch it. I, I will go back. I will watch it. I just wanted to go into recording. Yeah, this episode. yeah. Just going blind. Yeah, like I don't want to know what he's gonna say. Type of thing. Like I know he doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it. I, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, go and, to Views by Quinn and uh, look up. It's it's under your um. It's not. You got to go to my videos and just keep scrolling. It's yeah, yeah. It's me face palming. That's the cover. yeah. And he That's sent me the, the video. Apocalypse. Yeah, and he sent me the <laughs> the link in my DMs, and I just saw the thumbnail, and I was like, "Your reaction speaks volume." I don't need <laughs> <laughs> And it does. But, I mean, you know, like the yeah. fade out, like the fade out of the music when he's yeah. Like, You'll have to see it. It's, it's it opens with the cringiest dance ever. Oh, I love okay, it. Okay, for that alone, I have to see it. Yeah, so it's funny because I can see the poster, and it says "Shot of the Dead" meets "La La Land." <laughs> I'm like, what? Is that what? The, oh, the actual poster says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> there are scenes that go. Why everybody would be dead? And anyway, 
it's I guess it would be a fun movie. Like you would have to be under the I guess influence. yeah, under the influence. <laughs> yes, but I wouldn't say it's like horrible. I would say like I don't know if I would watch it again, but I would I wouldn't tell somebody not to watch it. Is that positive? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah it's I different. Mean, I'll average. take it. Yeah. <laughs> and you both haven't seen Velocipaster yet? I have seen no. it. So we've all it. seen it except Tony. Though. Yeah. Velocipaster like is trying to be bad though. Yeah. Velocipaster is trying to be bad. purposely bad. Yeah, it is purposely. Okay. Like it's obviously being bad. But that has like a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm shocked. I think it's because right, because, because it again, it's purposely it's bad. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like 10 like percent difference. Did 10... you guys ever watch Veronica? No, but I've heard nothing about bad. Yeah, things. don't watch it. Don't watch it because it's genuinely really bad. Not even like yeah. so bad it's good. Like, you know, Velocipaster, as much as like I would never watch it again, I appreciate that it knew what it was and went for it. And there are parts mm. that made me chuckle, but <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, sorry, that was completely yeah. off topic. No, but... I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm never gonna watch that. No. Duh. I, yeah. Yeah. No, you mentioned that in the episode you were in with us, Shan, and I'm, I'm all, is that is he like baptizing dinosaurs? And you're like, no. <laughs> He's uh, literally part-time velociraptor. Part-time velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. I think Velocip- we should figure yeah, out no. how to do like watch alongs and I could watch there it. There was a part yeah. in that movie where like you go to his young days and it's just him with the wig on and for some, again, for some reason that just cracked me up. <laughs> they didn't even try like to cast someone younger. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So good. It's yeah. so good. Uh, it's so it. bad I've, I've that it. it is good. Again, another yeah. movie I feel like would be a lot better if I watched it under the influence of something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely a movie that if you watch by yourself, you're not going to no, like find you're it. Probably hate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I if mean, you watch you, it with a group of friends, it, oh, it's so good. Even I watched it by myself though, and I like had fun with it. But, oh, were you under yeah. the influence? Maybe I. There you go. I guess I wouldn't remember. <laughs> so here's something pretty funny. So I'm watching Anna, mm-hmm. and it's the last shot. And they're like driving and they do. Oh, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. They do that. Oh, the jump you have scare. To... Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. My wife literally <laughs> walks out the room and that freaking Santa Claus thing just pops off. She's like, what is that? <laughs> and, then, and I'm like, how is it that you come out when that thing just pops up? It's, it, it was perfect timing. It's like your parents walking in when like there's a sex scene. Yeah. 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 It's just <laughs> yeah. like. She walks to go to the bathroom and that thing just pops up out of nowhere. But anyway, all right, Quinn, do you have anything else? That's the thing. Like we're going one by one, right? Telling what we thought yeah. about the movie. Yeah, yeah go ahead. really? Did you get your all your thoughts out of the way? No, no I still don't know what she thinks. <laughs> I think Tony, I'm on the same level with you. Like I didn't love it and I didn't hate it. It's like somewhere like average ish, you know, like. There are things to love about it and there are things to kind of like be cringe about. I don't know. For me, at least. Um, I don't remember a whole lot of like the plot, but I remember the songs being really good. Like, and I'm a musical person. I love musicals. So yeah, they the were songs definitely... were. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the It's just the songs by Thor Samir that just annoyed me. Oh, yeah. That song's yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. The, just as, like the songs I found were like in my head for the next week if i watched it multiple times then yes that would be like my top musical like i would get that all the songs from that movie in my head 
constantly because I've only seen it the one time. I can't really have like a an entirely like wholesome opinion about it. I'll just say that it's I'm like I'm in the middle somewhere. Like yeah. maybe a little bit well like not below average, but like I don't know how to say it. Like a like a six, like a six out of ten. Actually, you know, I just with those first two songs that they sing, no, for so some reason I was getting like Grease vibes. <laughs> Because you know how they're singing and they're like in different parts of the school. It just mm-hmm. reminded me of Greece. It's not yeah. the same as Greece, Quinn. I'm just saying it reminds me a little bit. <laughs> He's all shaking his head. No, he was what's... shaking his head at me singing. No such well, thing. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you're not a Greece fan. No, no. Quinn, have I you like... seen Greece? I've seen Greece as a child, but I haven't not seen it as, as an, an adult. adult. No, not wow. as an adult. It's still <laughs> good. <laughs> No, I know, but no, I have more thoughts, which is why I'll get to it. But you keep going. Greece has going. some X-rated songs that should have been rated R or super high PG-13. But since back in 77, there wasn't a PG-13. They put a G. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, he's all talking about. Sandra D. Mm. This is an yeah. R-rated podcast. Come on. Um, or is it? Yes. Da- that was Danny Zuko, right? He goes, what's the line? Girls will cream. <laughs> Like, oh yeah. yeah that's like what does that mean dad See, but as a child you wouldn't even think anything of that you would yeah. be like you wouldn't True. Think of mm-hmm. there's so many movies in the 70s and like early 80s that are like quote g but you're like <laughs> this is yeah you know not this I mean, is supposed to be pg-13 and or, or like above. jaws is pg or something right yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah poltergeist too i don't know how that's yeah yeah that would not pass as pg Mm-mm. Mm-mm. pg-13 only happened because of spielberg yeah and temple of doom and he's like no this my kids can't Joe watch Dante. this yeah, yeah. Well, okay I, let's get to the main event or do you have anything else Shane? i just want to say real quick i i just remember what you said tony about how like the genre was like all over the place you couldn't really like figure out like okay if it was a musical or if it was a comedy or if it was like a high school drama like comedy you know like i feel like they just needed to pick something mm-hmm. and like really stick to it i agree with you in that sense yeah. from Even what i can like, remember just do if you wanted to do the musical just do a musical zombie <laughs> but, that would have been fine but, but what they- i will say is like it's creative to have like a musical horror movie like the only other thing that I can think of that I haven't even seen yet, but I know it exists, is Rebuild the, Gen- the Genetic Gener- Opera. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the only one. That's on my list, and it's been on my list for 10 years, but it's, it's I digress. A guilty- Listen, <laughs> I'll just say this. I know that's not a quote-unquote good movie, but I can quote that movie from the beginning till the very end. <laughs> I'm the mm-hmm. worst person to watch yeah. that movie with. <laughs> and I mean, will you agree like that that's probably the first of its kind besides like Phantom of the Opera or Rocky Horror? Um, I honestly, I, yeah, that was the first one I saw and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I can't think of any like horror musicals. musicals. Yeah, I feel like Rocky Horror would be the, the you know, the main one. Yeah. But what right. is, is it horror, though? I don't think of anything horrific. No, yeah. <laughs> i don't know i haven't seen that to be fair so phantom of the opera is like the one thing that i probably yeah and even then it's not really that horrific although Mm. i don't know if you guys have ever seen wicker man but yeah one would would argue that's like borderline a musical too and people have said that's that's a musical and i would agree the original yeah yeah it's like two it's like two or three (laughs) so good 
Yeah. Oh, there's like three or four. Yeah, there's more. Five songs. Yeah. There's like five songs mm-hmm. in the movie, and it's so it that you could consider that. But a there's musical. like a part in a like the hotel room where the girl is randomly just singing. And That's was, the only yeah. thing I remember. Yeah, and I was so confused because really? I was like, yeah. "Is this a musical?" Because right before that, he was at a bar. Mm-hmm. and they were singing and all that and i was like what is going on am i watching a musical <laughs> but, no there's yeah, at least yeah. five or six songs yeah. on that movie it's in that soundtrack is amazing yeah, yeah but that, i was gonna say totally... for what it's worth it's like one of my favorite horror movies so yeah me too <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but we know we disagree mm-hmm. on one thing quinn so go see on. <laughs> that's sad we, we like we can we can bond over the wicker man but now we have to fight over no it's not fighting it's just discussion <laughs> No, it's it, this. Come on, it's fighting. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hear the main event, people get ready to rumble. It's views by Quinn versus Stygian films. Can I do the, the voice? Apocalypse. Yeah, do it. Get ready to rumble. I thought you were gonna say good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Uh, but okay. Just to get my negative stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's only negative. It's know, only negative. There's say, no like, positive, honestly. Didn't you well, give there's it like, like a half speck a of positive. <laughs> yeah, there's a speck of positive. But like, if you want my full thoughts, like, mm-hmm. please check out my review on Instagram because, like, like I said, I don't really remember the movie. I tried to block traumatic experiences out of my life, so um, check that's out. Pro- that's probably why I haven't. I don't remember Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> listen you can't you can't make dramatic. it listen you can't make comments about narnia because you've never seen it okay so about this point why, why don't you yeah. t- uh, tell us why you even gave it half a star or, or you only gave it that because you had to give it that there's no option <laughs> for there zero is... stars <laughs> yeah i mean unfortunately there's no option for zero but oh, come on it's um, not a no zero. no no <laughs> to like to be fair it is half a star it's not like the worst movie i've ever seen as a matter of fact it's not even in like the top 10 worst movies i've ever seen probably if i was just to replay my review video in my head i thought all the song i i, I went into it blind i didn't get the i wasn't lucky like you tony and i knew it was a musical going in i went into it not knowing anything i actually thought it was just a zombie movie so i was looking forward to it and like i said in my review as soon as they started singing i audibly i said what the fuck i was like is it because you hated the music from it it's because yeah actually because i at this point i don't think i hate musicals because i like um la la land sweeney todd i even like that musical i watched today spirited so like i i don't mind musicals but I didn't really like the music. music. Okay. I didn't like the characters. I don't I I find a lot of the high school characters in a lot of movies to be cringy and just unlikable and just not relatable to me and uh, I just like you guys said the tone was all over the place. I thought it was too many different storylines and like trying to be one movie but then all of a sudden we're doing this like I think there's a reason that not many horror musicals exist, and that's because the tones, they just don't mesh. They just don't mesh. And uh, I don't, yeah, it was just very cringy, annoying. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You got to watch my review because I really say like everything about the movie. But I will say that's your like Bohemian Rhapsody of reviews. Mama Mia, Mama Mia. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, what do you mean, Bohemian Rhapsody of Refuse? 
Like that's your greatest. It's not my swan song, but it is definitely uh it's a highlight for sure. It's one of my favorites. Um I the one good thing I could say about the movie, it's not necessarily generic because like I said in my my video, like there's so many generic zombie movies out there. They're just so many unlimited straight to dvd movies that this is not one of those because you can't find another zombie musical movie you just can't but i just didn't think it was done well i thought it was a a, a combination of both high school musical and Shaun of the dead but in the worst of ways like in the worst aspects from both of those movies and that's that's all i took away from it honestly well i never saw any high school musicals so i didn't well, they have that reference. Even there. those I thought were were pretty good. The first two, but I don't like High School Musical at all. I think that's cringe. It is cringe, but I mean, maybe okay. The nostalgia holds that up for me. The nostalgia. I'll admit that I watched this at a, kind of a low point in my life. So, <laughs> oh, no, but no, no. Don't, here's the thing. Here's you don't the gotta thing. Say that. No, no. Here's the thing, though. But I think the fact that it was a musical and it was kind of like a lighthearted take on a zombie movie maybe that's what i don't know it just made me feel good i thought the music at least the first two musical numbers were really lighthearted and fun i loved the song they sing at the bowling alley after they fight the whole herd of zombies that come in so there's a lot of parts in this movie that to me are very memorable and really good (laughs) and i do like almost all the songs i gotta agree with tony that i don't like that one song from What's the guy's name from Game of Thrones? Oh, <laughs> uh, his real name is Paul. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, okay. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like that song at all. Like that's like actually the one part in the movie where it genuinely annoys me, just because it's just sound. That's what it is. It's just sound. It's not even song at that point. Mm. Is it in the cafeteria? Uh, I think so. Or like, it's right towards the end. I thought it was when... in like the auditorium, but I don't. I don't remember. There's like one song I remember in the cafeteria that was like. It's like towards the end that's with him in it. And it's just, like I said, it just feels like sound. It's not even music. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing thing I couldn't understand is like, okay, there's a a zombie virus apocalypse Mm -hmm. attack and you're holding a grudge against a janitor. (laughs) Like, (sighs) like, work together. You got to squash that beef and stay alive. Like, why why is this not guy only tied that, up? This is that's another thing that annoyed me about this movie is that not like it's how there is a zombie virus going on, but we're still focusing on these like dumb relationship dramas between these high school students. Like who gives a fuck? I don't care about these high school students. <laughs> I kids mean, hold there. on, back and- up, back up, back up. <laughs> this is like your the whole movie takes place in like 24 hours. That's fair, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> so like the the trauma you're seeing is like probably like <laughs> 10 minutes and like yeah. in its entirety in their day. But no, like all jokes aside, I, I do enjoy this movie. I watch it every, I can't say like every Christmas, but around the time it could be even after Christmas. Um, I don't know. I just like it a lot. I think it's lighthearted. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Well, 80% of the time it doesn't take itself seriously. <laughs> there are parts where I'm like, I do wish that it was just full-on comedy, like a horror comedy. But I don't know. I really like it. 
and I didn't I, know that I don't you know. were the tradition. I didn't know that you watched yeah, it Yeah, and much. I don't know. I, I did go through a phase of watching all the Orion horror movies that were coming out, and this was one of them that I saw in the movie theaters, and I don't know. The entire movie was having fun. They were laughing at the joke. So what would you rate it? The dog of the um, I posted on my Instagram recently. I think it's a solid 4 out of 5 for me. Oh, 8 out of 10? Okay, that's pretty high. Uh, no, yeah. I don't. If you're going by tens, I think it would be like. So if you gave it half seven. a star, Quinn, you're talking two, two out of ten. Whatever the lowest is, one out of ten. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's one. That's one out of ten. Anything else about the? No, my heart was put through a blender enough. So. <laughs> but actually, it was more, just more Quinn. Story. Just Quinn, you could unfollow after this. Uh no, just watch my I would review. Never. Man. <laughs> watch his review and then unfollow him okay. yeah please okay that's <laughs> our my next recommendation for mania is one that i gave her and then i switched up to raiders because my head actually blew up when i she told me she <laughs> hadn't watched fair. it and i had to change it and i gave it to Ray. so we're gonna go good fellas we will be splitting this recording with shan and quinn into two parts so next episode, Quinn and Shan will join us again, and we'll be discussing the best, worst, biggest surprises, biggest disappointments in movies and television of 2022. So for those who are joining us for the first time, and thank you for listening all this way, if you want to learn more about Quinn, go back and listen to episode three. It's called Real Hot Takes. Fun, fun episode where we give the hottest of hottest takes for those who want to learn more about Shan, listen to episode eight, Fellowship of the Spotlight. If you guys would like to follow Quinn and Shan, which we highly recommend you do, we'll have the links to their social media in the description of this episode. And to follow us, you can head on to Instagram. Our username is the underscore real spotlight. And we have a link tree there, which will link you to all our social media. Thank you all for listening to part one with Shan and Quinn. We hope everybody has a great holiday if you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. We hope you enjoy it with your friends and family. And until next time, peace out.